So they're eating dinner, and this guy ends up having three daughters, a 16-year-old, uh, like a 17-year-old, and like a 19-year-old. And uh, so they eat dinner, and he's like, you know what? Instead of you guys riding the train back, like, why don't you guys just stay here for the next couple of nights while you're on leave? Like, you know, enjoy my house, enjoy my stuff and the beautiful view and whatever. Like, okay, cool. So they take him upstairs to the room. Like, here, you can sleep in his room. And his three daughters are standing there, and he, then the Japanese gentleman's like, pick one. And this guy's like, me and my buddy just look at each other, and we have no idea what to say or do. He's like, okay, well, we'll take the two older ones. So they take the two older ones, and they have a good time, and, you know. Let's be clear. They were fucking these girls, right? Oh, they were totally fucking these it girls. It was in, as in pick one daughter to fuck. As in, like, here's my daughters. <laughs> plant your seed in them. <laughs> Okay, so uh, welcome to the third installment of the Left Foot Green blog. blog. I'm Russ. And by blog, he means podcast. I'm Danny. Oh, yeah, I guess this is a podcast. And I'm Carter. And I'm Harmony. And I'm Brad. <laughs> Hi, guys. Actually, Why don't you guys here. just, you three just shut up for the rest of the show? Yeah, fuck you. Don't talk. Because you're just, not here right now, yeah. and you're celebrating Christmas in a different state other than Colorado. Exactly. So, uh... Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Chinese New, New Year. <laughs> Indeed. How, how was your Christmas, Russ? It was good, man. What did I, you get? I got an awesome, sweet camera. So we can now, so now you'll actually be able to see our beautiful faces um, on a regular basis. Yeah, we can start shooting our own high def film. Yeah, it's not gonna... film anymore, though. What is it? Zeros and ones. That's all it is. <laughs> You seen the Matrix? It's true. It's totally true. All of life we see through digital imagery, which if you break it down is zeros and ones. Oh, do I got to talk closer? Yeah, yeah that's my closer. thing. <laughs> I just I don't talk close enough to it. But yeah, what are we going to talk about? Um, well, we got some cool shit coming up. We're going to Vegas. We're going to go to Vegas. And uh I don't fully intend on being sober for the majority of that trip. What's so. your what's your vice? Uh, Jaeger, Jaeger, and uh, whiskey. All right. So that's a. F- you know how some liquor can have angry tendencies. Like whiskey's an angry liquor. Like you're gonna fight if you're drunk on nothing but whiskey. Right, Whereas so- if you're drunk on nothing but red wine, you're probably going to regale stories and laugh a lot and and just be more like open, spill people's secrets. Oopsie! Like you know, I ooh, I said too much. Oh no, I puke my brains out on wine. Whiskey, yeah, whiskey. obviously you're going to puke on anything. Yeah. Well, I'm Irish, so whiskey just makes me like, yeah, I'm Russ. How's it going? Jaeger gives me a little bit of extra punch in the gut. Tequila makes me just want to fuck or fight. So, fuck, yeah, yeah. It pretty Probably much, both. Yeah. Like, <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> Which will leave that up to the imagination. <laughs> so whis- you're mixing whiskey and Jaeger? What's, what's that called? It's called a hangover. Did you, the put next them, day. did you put them in? Nah, you get, we need a good name for that that combo. Um, it'd probably be called like the nut puncher. The nut puncher. Yeah, yeah. barkeep, give me a nut puncher. Two nut, two nut punchers, please. Sorry, two nut punchers. That's two parts whiskey, one part Jaeger. <laughs> or, or is it the other way around? Two parts she, Jaeger, two parts one part Jaeger, one part whiskey. Yeah. So so it, so it tastes like shit going down. It stings when it comes back up. How about a whiskey bomb? You take a half a glass of Jaeger <laughs> and then a shot of whiskey and you drop in. <laughs> well, we're going to have four chug, days. Chug, chug, chug. You're like, well, I'm trying. 
Tough four days to figure that out. So we'll try it both ways. What I'm really excited about is being able to walk down the strip with just a bottle of Jack in my hand. Just look at people being like, Happy New Year's, have a shot. Yeah, that's something people who haven't been to Vegas who love to drink don't appreciate is the fact that there's no drunk in like nowhere else in the country can you just walk outside with open liquor drinking. Oh, yeah. And here you can. And it was like, it's sort of like, I'm going to do this. Like you, you start wanting to do this just because you know you can. You're like, oh shit, I got to walk outside. Like instead of walking indoors, like let's take the outside route so I could be drunk in public. Like I so desire to be in, in Boulder. The worst part about it though is, is if you ever try to make the plan where you're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start at one end of the strip and we're going to walk all the way to the other end of the strip and we're going to get a drink at every casino. You you don't realize how big the strip is until you make it through like four casinos. And you're like, dude, fuck this. You'll, you'll go through four casinos and then realize that you've only gone through one casino. Oh, yeah. And it's been that like three hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, how are we going to do this? Yeah, let's hit every casino. And like, how many have we been to so far? One. No, but we went in and out of like five different things. I lost all my money. I made a bunch of money, fell in love, got dumped, you know, like all these things happened. And we still haven't left this one casino because each casino is like oh, 50 casinos. Yeah. Or like the building's a mile long and, and you don't realize that you've, you've left that building, walked for four miles, and then went in a totally different building and it's the same fucking building. Because you go in there and you take a left turn and you're right where you started. Until you get to Circus Circus. You know you're in Circus Circus. Yeah. You got fucking clowns and, it's and shit. it's fucking hot there, but we don't have to worry about that this time of year. No way. That's going to be nice. I, I've never been in Vegas in the winter. Really? Yeah, I've only been there during the ungodliest hot, like painfully hot, sh- like I hate life hot kind of <laughs> Vegas. So I'm really excited, actually. It's probably going to feel great. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Cause it's supposed to be like 60s. Yeah. I was looking at the weather report. But um, the the thing that I'm most excited about is getting to go out there with us and play music and like jam out for three nights. Like, yeah. We're going to fucking destroy that shows. place. We're working in, Such in a weird way. Work. It's such hard work. The work of a musician. Now, you have any, you have any good stories you want to... I'll try to think of something if they come uh, up. I like to usually cut whatever's the best little story yeah. and put it at the beginning of the podcast. So hear, whenever uh, that comes up, it'll... Since we're going to Vegas, I guess I, I could share a vegas story. This is the true reality of, of me in Vegas. So about three years ago, me, my sister, my cousin, and... Our other friend went. So it was two guys, two girls. Went yeah. to Vegas, right? And we were just like, whatever, we're going to go have a good time. My sister was moving to California. So we were literally driving her car out to California. We'd stopped in Vegas for like three days, and then we we're going to go to California and fly home. Yeah. So we get to uh, Vegas, and we're having a good time. We're partying. Like, things are going crazy. I don't remember a whole lot. So my sister and her, fr- and her friend, they go out partying, and they pull back up in the strip. We're staying in the Luxor, okay? And they pull back up in a cab. And the cab driver, like, the cab ride was literally, like, seven bucks because they went, like, two casinos. They were just all dressed up, fancy, didn't want to walk, so they were like, we'll just take a cab back to our casino. Cab driver steals their money, and they go up to the door guy, and they're like... How? How does he steal... Like, they gave him a 20, expecting change back, and oh. he didn't take the change. He just started kicking them oh, out okay. of the cab and started driving off. So they go up to the door guy, and they're like, hey, that cab just stole our money. And the door guy looks at him and is like, you little girls need to get back in the cab and go to whatever hotel you're staying at because nothing's going to happen here and we're not going to help you. Yeah. And they looked at him and were like, you fucking dick. We are staying here. This is our hotel. See this hotel key? It says Luxor <laughs> on it. So the manager overhears this, walks over, taps the dude on the shoulder, whispers in his ear, walks away. The guy looks all pissed. 
Like what? He's like, sorry, ladies. Um, he doesn't. He no longer is an employee here. Like he doesn't work here anymore. He got fired on the spot. Fired on the spot. Holy shit! <laughs> so he's like, I'm really sorry. He's like, I tell you what, go sit at the bar right inside the casino. Like I'm gonna go, you know, talk to some people and I'll come find you. They end up going to the bar and at that time it was a shift change for the, all the door guys. You know what I mean? For yeah. the clubs and stuff like that. So they're hanging out with all the door guys at the big old club called LAX, which was at the There's time. The motherfuckers like, that got me fired. No, 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 no. Sitting right there. No different. Okay. That guy was gone. Okay. This is different door guys, like just door guys from the club and inside the casino and shit like that. And LAX at the time was like the hottest club in Vegas, like line mile long. Couldn't get into yeah, it. Yeah. Like super expensive. Right. So the hotel manager comes by and he's like, look, ladies, we're really sorry how many people are staying with you. Like, oh, four, you know, there's a total of four of us. He's like, listen, there's VIP passes for Lux, for LAX tomorrow night. Like, you and your whole party go and have a good time on me. Like, you know, whatever. Like, sorry about that. So they end up partying with the door guys and, like, get to get friendly with them. So the next day, we all decide to go to LAX. We all dress up like super pimp. Like, I'm rocking a fucking, you know, four-piece suit, hair all looking nice, like, just styled, right? Go to the club. VIP passes, bypasses, huge line getting in. Like they usher us right in. We're like super cool. So it turns out it's like the worst club for me personally because I fucking I have no desire to be in like ritzy posh clubs. Right? I mean the the amount of hype that you see on the outside of it. There's nothing that could live up to. Well, dude, I, I especially a, if it's such shit nobody's talking about the next day. I'm a fucking rocker, dude. I don't want to be in a club listening to like watching the fucking hills dance. Yeah. The hills were there. Like some other reality show was there. Like What's all these the hills? like the hills is like an MTV show. It's like okay. the Kardashians before the Kardashians were cool. Oh, okay, rich, for, famous for the sake of being rich. Yeah, and, famous for being and stupid, knowing people who produce MTV yeah. shows. Right. And so, like, I was like, nope, uh, this is not for me. I'm just going to go get a beer. So I go to the bar. I'm like, can I have a Bud Light? Yeah, 12 bucks. Yeah, of course. For a Bud Light. So I was like, fuck you. I'm done. Yeah. Go to my sister and her friend. I'm like, listen, I don't want to be in this club. This is the most retarded thing in the world. Like, I can go sit outside at the fucking craps table yeah. and drink for free. So if I'm going to spend 12 bucks, I'm going to go gramble. Yeah. Craps table is literally right by the door. So I was like, like okay, well, we're going to be here for a couple hours. Like, whatever. I was like, cool. just live it up. Go to the crafts table and get me when you're ready to leave. Because the plan was go to the club for a while, and then we were going to go to this other club that my buddy, like, knew the door guy was going to get us in and get us bottle service and all kinds of shit. I'm going to go to the crafts table. I go to the crafts table, right? I make the cardinal rule. For those of you listening, this is a epic rule for Vegas that you should never follow because it screwed me. If you tip a waitress when you're playing a table game, like $20, $25, and ask her to continually bring you drinks, they will. Yep. Except don't order a double crown of Coke. Because <laughs> they're going to keep bringing you double oh, crown yeah. of Cokes. Yeah, yeah. That's his drink. He likes a double crown of so, Coke every five fucking minutes. <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. And uh, it turned into me at the craps table having a good time to me at the craps table screaming my fucking lungs out, being like, fuck yeah, I'm a rock star. I'm going to win some fucking money. You hot girls over there blowing these dice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Ended up running into a buddy of mine, I guess, who was in Vegas and yeah. like just happened to see me at the craps table and came over and like, shout to say, hey, what's up, right? So uh, I get blackout drunk, like so drunk that I wake up in a bathtub the next day, right? Right. right? And I have no money on me and like um, just totally like pissed. I'm still wasted. Like I have no fucking clue what happened. And so I run into this buddy of mine later on in the day and he's like, dude, you were up like $1,200 at the craft table. You were fucking 
balling. You had like hot dice. You were just going crazy. I'm like, well, what happened? Did I lose all my money? He's like, no, you lost a good chunk of it, but you walked away with about 500 bucks. I was like, what ha- what happened? He's like, I don't know. He's like, but you walked away with 500 bucks. And he's like, you could barely fucking walk, but you, you had your <laughs> you hotel key. You were bucks. going crazy. And I was like, well, I have no money in my pocket, like in my hand, right? I had dropped $500 cash out of my hand because I found the receipt for when you turn in your yeah your chips. Yeah, I found the receipt. Oh yeah, but I didn't find the five hundred dollars. Shit! And so I like to- I got totally like jacked in Vegas for five hundred bucks. But it was five hundred dollars you had just made while drunk playing craps. It was the only money I had left because I literally oh like, that was all your money. That's okay. it. Done. What? So the but I won. I mean I won that, like so that's something I want to talk about is the what. Of course, now sitting in Colorado, you never think I'm gonna I'm gonna spend every penny I have. On one of my three addictions when I go down there, like <laughs> sex, gambling, or alcohol, or drugs of some kind. You know, like, never do you think, like, yeah, I would totally just spend the last bit of my money on one of those three things. Um, but when you're in the moment, you're like, money? I have plenty of money. Or, like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't care. This Money means nothing. This is about life. This is about enjoyment. And I have a story about what I call boner rage. I think I've <laughs> explained this before, but what boner rage is, it's not... When you're angry and you have a boner, it's when, or it's not just any boner either. It's like you can get an erection and not have boner rage. I'm talking about like a boner. Like this dick is not going to go soft until one thing happens first. And that is a very specific, you know, it's, this is the boner. This is not going to go away. And I would kill anybody to make this thing happen, you know, or I would clear out my bank account. I would steal from my baby's college fund. I'd steal from your baby's college fund. It's just the only member of the band with a baby. Hey, can I just see that college fund real quick? I really want, and uh, so I, won't touch I um, <laughs> this is the most <laughs> embarrassing story. All right, so we're in Vegas with Left Foot Green last time, and we had this whole day off, like this whole afternoon. We're not playing till like ten at night, and it's like ten a.m. and and we have nothing to do, nowhere to go. We I don't think I think we checked out of our hotel room, so. They're like, let's just go to a park and like lay in the grass and just, you know, like this is what Brad and Harmony and Carter want to do. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Lay in the grass. That's cool. (laughs) We'll lay in the grass and we'll like take a nap and, you know, stretch out and just enjoy the wilderness and enjoy life. And I was like, I want to go to a strip club. And so (laughs) I grabbed Carter's keys and was like, hey, I'll see you later. I think I'm going to go get a haircut or something. I'm going to go look for like a haircut. (laughs) And then I was like, strip club. That's not something you can fake. No, I, I admitted to them that it was probably going to be a strip club. <laughs> like, I, I did. I was looking up on my droid. I was like, barbers, no, the, also strip clubs. And like, oh, so there's tons of them around. And I one found one. Cheetahs? Or the world's biggest strip club that's somewhere in the strip? No, that's like it was. This one strippers. was pretty off. It was off the strip because it was closer to uh, Boomer's. Oh, so so it was a little. strip club then. No, it ended up being, yeah, slightly nasty. But no, it, it was a. I've never been to a strip club in Vegas, so I'd have nothing else to compare it to. But it was fucking classy. But here's the thing. Once you've kind of committed to going in there, right? And you're like, once you walked in those doors, you have you can't be like, oh, no, never mind. Ooh, ooh. Like you can't be did bashful you, at all. Pay a it's cover fee or anything. Yep, yep. And and oh, didn't didn't expect it. Yeah, exactly. Because as soon as he says it, he's like, all right, that'll be thirty bucks. And I was like, cool. You know, like no. But inside, I'm like, what? And I'm thinking, like, oh, you know, it look like that. I asshole. literally, I literally had twenty five dollars in my pocket cash, and I think 
$30 in my bank account. And I swiped the card and I walked in and I was like, cool. I threw down a five. I was like, I'd like some juice, please. And I'm like, in my, in my head, okay, so I have $20 and some change in my pocket and I'm at a strip club. You now, got juice? Juice. That's all they serve there. They don't serve any alcohol at the fully nude oh, strip clubs. So, you, so this is like a nothing but fully nude stripping and cigarettes. So I could smoke cigarettes so I have a grape juice and I'm sitting in the front little thing watching these chicks like pull dance. You would grape juice and a cigarette in your hand going. No, no, I felt way better. I would have been a pervert <laughs> if I didn't have a cigarette or cuz how can you be pervy while you're smoking? You're like I'm I'm just here you happen to be naked, you know, with your vag like spinning around a pole. And I'm just here having a cigarette. Like, it's cool. And I'm having some juice because I'm not a fucking drunk. You know, I'm just a man trying to drink some juice and smoke a cigarette. Hey, there's this beautiful lady just, woo, just around the pole. To be and I literally saw the most uh, talented fucking pole dancing I've ever seen. Like, graceful, smooth. Like, you know, they pick their legs up and they're swirling around it as they go down. But, like, kind of in this slow gliding way where they look like they're underwater. And fully naked. And it's like, hey, your badge is great. Like, every girl totally shaves it. And there's some big girls, but not like, ooh, big girls. It was like, hey, all right, some big girls. Like, you know, just every variety of girl. Did you have a, I like big butts and I cannot lie, running through your head the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> In fact, I had to, I had to like, stop myself from just, like, singing the chorus out. <laughs> but, you know, once I had done... And I was approached by one of the bigger, one of the bigger, older, we'll call her the matriarch. No, I, she, she seemed like the head bitch of like, <laughs> hey, like, I know how to do pole dancing. I know how to please a man. Like, I'm sure all that stuff. But she's like, hey, we're doing a special right now, $20 uh, lap dances. I was like, with who? She's like, with me. And I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> and she got offended <laughs> and she walked off. And I just went back to my cigarette, my juice. And I was just watching some more lovely ladies. And then finally a really hot girl came up to me and this is the whole stripper club thing. And I'm, I'm at one point I'm aware of like, okay, this is a money making thing. They play off of your horniness and you know, they, they want to make you feel good. So you'll give them money and it's all copacetic. And I get that. It's nothing personal at all. Like when, when a girl, when a girl in lingerie comes and sits down to you and pretends to be interested in you, I know it's not genuine, but it still feels just as good as if it were genuine in that, in that sense. So that's like, I will do anything to, like, yeah, I, of course I want a lap dance. You're like, $20 lap dance. And it's only good for one song, which obviously it's got to be the shortest fucking song they ever play the whole night. You know? <laughs> Freaking woohoo by Blur. It's over. All right. Inbox by Left Foot Green is my strip song. Oh, shit, it's a minute and a half long. Why couldn't I get fucking Inagana DeVita? And, it, you know, I had, like, you know, a crazy, you know, lap dances or lap dances, you know. Woo. Yeah. And then it's over and you're like, fuck. But hey, I can still think about it for a while. You're like, wait, wait, wait. And yeah, so it just ended up being this crazy, like, and what, $50 boner fuel? <laughs> and it wasn't even like, oh, it cured my boner. It actually, this is the boner rage I'm talking about. The boner rage, I didn't even get to boner rage yet because it was like getting a lap dance. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I got a boner because I did lap dance. It's all sexy. That's how it's supposed to work. But the boner rage comes in when you're like, I want eight more fucking um, lap dances. Like, I want to keep doing this. Like, I had, this cannot end. And I swiped my fucking credit card in these machines, and it was like $10 fee for, you know, instead of a $2 fee. Yeah. It was a $10. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? So if I take $20 out, it costs $30. And I attempted to clear my bank account out. 
knowing full well that it's happened before where I, I know it's, like, okay, so it's going to cost me 10 and then I'll pull out 100 and then it'll cost me another 30 for overdrafting, but it should work. And yeah. if it works, I can have my boner like tease some more. <laughs> like I, there's no logic to it. I wasn't going to come. Uh, nobody was going to actually jack me off. I was still going to have to do it myself at the end of the day. So I have no idea what my game plan was, but, but I know that through my mind, the entire brain was encapsulated by boner rage like money what whatever like it's you're taking all the money you can get and i i Jay sat there on this after the, yeah had a lap dance it was like oh cool that was great skipping over to the atm machine like come on come on just work, fully out of work, money please. and it was like i gotta bounce and did not jack off for like two days after that it was crazy i was had more energy i'm not even kidding it was like i had so much energy and so much like what the fuck like and and like shame for yourself, not because it's dirty, <laughs> not nothing like sexual shame. It was like shame of what were you about to do to your own personal financial life for this one nothing, like this thing that's nothing. But it's I guess it's not. You know nothing. what though? If you really think about it, for fifty bucks you could have had two hookers. What? What, what would those hookers have done? God, you off. fifty bucks for two? Are you saying one hooker's like yeah, I'm cool, twenty five bucks? Yeah, no, in, you in Vegas dude, I've you had, had a hook, two no, for one for fifty bucks. This story's for another one, but I've I've fucked a hooker in Vegas too. That's a different story. <laughs> but that was not twenty five dollars. Let me tell you, that was fucking no, no shit. That was fourteen hundred dollars. What? Fourteen hundred dollars to fuck up. To fuck up. <laughs> this is at like no, that's like an S two like like that's like a high class hooker. It was, was a high class like, hooker. Roll down to the fucking yeah. and I I go no lower than high class <laughs> good that's a personal preference. <laughs> 1400 is the you know if i want a cheap fuck i'll go 1200 yeah <laughs> no lower damn i'd like to be in your position stars so in other words i have a lot to live up for when i go to vegas each time i have you have to, i have to top something like you have to go to the next so level. this time we're going to be there for three nights and we're playing three shows or four nights we're playing three shows yep and we're going to be i guess doing whatever we want i think pretty much what what's going to top that is is you and i are going to go hit a fucking craps table and we're just going to light it up make some money because wait if each of us is at least half lucky then together we should well, be fully lucky what, what i've noticed about craps tables is this when you roll to a craps table by yourself you pretty much got like a 10 percent chance of doing really well because yeah. it's all based on like the people the other people right yeah and like i'm okay at judging craps tables like I'm still trying to, you know, get the little tingly sensation. But when I listen to it and I can pay attention, if I don't drink, this yeah. is the key to me when you winning money is okay. don't let me drink. Like a beer is okay. More than a beer, I need to leave yeah, the table. I like that stuff where you fake drink. <laughs> yeah, I like right? to take one beer and you kind of swig, right? Oh, no, no, like literally like pretend as if you're drinking lots of liquor, but yeah. it's just water or you're spitting it back in the bottle. Yeah. And so that everyone else is on this drunk level, and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, still That's good for sober. Poker. That's really good for poker. That's a poker but, thing. But the craps table, the, with the thing that I've I, noticed is- I do that is, at shows sometimes. Every time we get shots, I usually pour it in a oh, shot. Yeah. I pour it in my beer, and then I pretend to shoot it after that. Like, so maybe oh, I'll get a drop of whiskey. I'm really good at like taking the shot in my mouth and taking a cigarette. beer. Oh, darn, I spilled it. Oh, I got to chase this sucker. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. You Anyways, the point about craps is this. If we all go to the craps table together, we're going to win money. Okay. Because- we're all a collective group. We have a collective psyche. This goes into like the extra spiritual shit. Yeah. We're like, we're all having a good time. Like, and the thing that I've noticed about gambling is, is that if everybody is in a really good mood and everybody's having a good time, then generally speaking, we all are throwing out tons of money for bets. We're just there to have a good time, enjoy each other's company and like have a couple drinks. And, and we all want to win together. Yeah. And so we're all like, 
like you know we're we're paying attention more to each other and not to what we're gambling and that's what gets you in trouble when you play yeah. things like craps is all of a sudden your ten dollar bet goes to a hundred fifty dollar bet and you don't realize you have a hundred fifty dollars on the table on on the table until somebody craps out and your hundred fifty dollars goes that way and you're like wait a minute how the fuck did I get a Hold on, because craps is really easy to do that. You like, yeah. you, know, you put down twenty on the line, and then you put some odds, and then you bet some money over here, and some money over there, and some money over there. And next thing you know, you don't realize that you have one hundred fifty dollars on the table, and you're like, "This is really cool because when a number hits, you win like seventy five bucks." And you're like, "Fuck yeah, I just won like seventy five dollars." Well, when you get fucked three times in a row, your hundred fifty dollars goes out and then out yeah. and then out. But the point is, is that if you're all there with friends, then you got people watching your back, and you got people having a good time, and then like. That shit doesn't happen. Yeah, the we, collective, everyone, someone's paying attention out of, the, out of the five of us. Yeah. Someone's like, hey, man, you shouldn't put that much money out there because you're going to get just fucking yeah. dick so, slapped. This is a podcast. I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> this is a <laughs> podcast about music and, and indie bands. And and we've bitches. yet to ever talk about music or any music-related topic. Well, let's do that. We'll get to it. No, fuck it. We'll get to it. Here's the way an indie band works. You fuck hookers for $1,400. You, <laughs> you lose all your money at a crowd table. Yeah. You teach little bratty shitty kids how to play an instrument that they're never going to play after you're done with them because they just don't care. Yeah. But you're still taking mommy and daddy's money. And uh, you pretty much pile everything you own into the back of a van and hope to God you don't crash it, wreck it, break it, destroy it, and come home with more than $5 in your pocket. In other words, you do it with your whole heart and soul. You don't just moonlight music. You can't just play music casually and think you're going to be a fucking rock star. Not that anyone who's listening to that would be so pretentious. But um, you really do have to make it your life, and that's what we're doing. And you buy shit from the bands you really like. Yeah, you support fucking local music, <laughs> and you walk out of clubs that go, and serve $12 Bud Lights. And you, know you walk over to the club that has a live band, and you buy a $6 Bud Light, which is still fucking expensive, but shit, if, if part of it's going to the band, and those guys are up there playing some music, well, I think that a lot of people have respect for live music, and there's towns that have... Respect for live music. Las Vegas is not one of them, but no. Austin is. You know. But you know what? Let's go to Austin. Doesn't fucking matter because it's New Year's Eve and we're coming. And Try to fucking stop us, Las Vegas. Be- you want to hear your? <laughs> Get ready. We're I not- will fucking kill you all. By the way, oh yeah, if anyone's listening in Vegas, we're playing at the Double Down on, on New, New Year's, Year's Eve, Eve, and that's the best fucking dive bar in Vegas. And then we're playing the night before in where Henderson? Gold, yeah, the Goldmine Tavern. The Goldmine Tavern in, in Henderson. And the night before, is- we're at the Cheyenne Saloon. The Cheyenne Saloon. Yep. So oh, it's gonna be such a fucking weekend. If anyone lives in that area, you could see us three nights straight. Oh yeah, and that we, feels good. We have a badass hotel for New Year's Eve. So if anybody is in the area and has hot friends for Danny and Carter, or bottles of liquor that they would be open and willing to share, or you know money that would they'd like to throw at us, you are more than welcome to come party with us and hang out. But like I said, you don't need money. You can also just bring weed. Yeah, you could do that, or you could bring you know ass, gas, or grass. You know, we also Cash. enjoy the, uh, the partakings of some other delicacies. I won't name names, but uh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Anything that's illegal or bad, we do it. So just whatever. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, 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 I'm already admitting to everything. Murder, rape, yep, we do it all. Do it, every one of us do it every day. So if you want to get raped and killed and strung out on meth, come find us. Yeah. We eat <laughs> anything, especially if it's illegal. Bald eagle tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Baby endangered hippo tomorrow. I'm Russ. I'm about to go take a massive one and clear the pipes a little bit, and then we'll be ready to roll. Yep. And if uh, you want to email us for feedback, info at leftfootgreen.com. And visit us on leftfootgreen.com.
So, 